Welcome to YourLifeRocks.com podcast, where you can build a life of balance, purpose, and success. My name is Jenny Stemmerman, working Christian mom, speaker, and coach. Each week, you will find tips and inspiration to grow personally, in your career, and in your faith, and balance it all in your crazy, busy, beautiful life. If you want to cut the overwhelm and take control over your life, visit YourLifeRocks.com. Hey there, welcome to the show. I'm so glad you're here to hang out with us today. This is episode 63 of the Your Life Rocks podcast, and my name is Jenny Stemmerman, your host for this podcast. If this is your very first time checking us out, I want to welcome you to the show. This is the podcast for working Christian moms to help you create more balance, clear away the chaos, and truly move closer to your goals in all areas of life. And if you're a returning listener, welcome back. You know this episode is going to be filled with action-packed things that you can really apply to your life today to help you get to where you want to be, To, like I said in the very beginning, to clear away some of that chaos, because that's exactly what we're going to be talking about in this episode. So a little bit of transparency, and to be completely honest, I had no idea what the topic of this podcast is going to be. So this podcast goes live Tuesday morning. It is Monday night at 5.30 p.m. And like God always does, he kind of delivers things in the very last minute sometimes. And I truly just pray about whatever it is that he wants us to talk about on these podcasts and really whatever I feel like he's leading, then that's where we go. And um, our theme in our Facebook group this week is cutting the overwhelm. So I thought, okay, well, let's do a podcast, something about that. And as I was driving home, um, tonight, uh, God kind of put it on my heart to do a podcast about obedience. And if you heard my last podcast about obedience, it was very transparent, like so transparent, I almost deleted the episode. But honestly, I've gotten more feedback, positive feedback from that episode from listeners, emails than any other podcast episode. So of course, I had to leave it up. And so when God said to do a podcast, or when I felt led to do a podcast about obedience again, I thought, oh, Lord, do I have to? <laughs> and it's so funny, right, to think about doing a podcast on obedience and not wanting to be obedient and do the podcast on obedience. So here we are. So I prayed about it a little bit more and had a little bit more of a, a longer drive and really felt like, you know what, the two really go together. Because when we're talking about cutting the overwhelm, the best way to cut overwhelm is to prevent overwhelm. And the best way to prevent overwhelm is through obedience. So that is exactly what we're going to be talking about on this episode. So if you find yourself overwhelmed, and if you tell me you've never been overwhelmed, then I'm going to call you a fibber because we are all there. I mean, I teach this stuff. I feel pretty well equipped to handle overwhelm, yet I can find myself overwhelmed very, very easily. And as I've kind of been thinking about it, I can boil it down to being disobedient. And it's not always being disobedient to God. It's about being disobedient to so many other things that can really bring about that overwhelm. So as we dive into this topic, we're really going to be kind of talking about it in two different ways. And the first thing that I want to talk about so first up, let's talk about the guilt, because sometimes overwhelm and guilt can go so hand in hand. I mean, for me, even this morning, being that it's Monday morning and getting into work and thinking about all of the things that I need to do 
both for work and then the phone calls to the doctor's office and the other things that I need to do for personal life outside of work, it just, there's so much to do. And I think that that's really where overwhelm starts to set in is with our to-do list. Now, if you've listened to any of my past episodes, then you know my prescription for that is a brain dump list because it just, once we can get some of that clutter outside of our head, we can better deal with it. It's now in reality and we could make decisions about it delete things off the list, move forward on different things, set our priorities, and go. But sometimes when our emotions get high, our brain level goes low. (laughs) When that happens, it can be really hard to have that discernment when you're looking at that brain dump list. And that's exactly where I was this morning. I was looking at my list of things I needed to do, and the overwhelm was still there. And I realized that the things that were causing overwhelm was the guilt of the things that I knew I needed to do, but I didn't get it done. And so I really had to look at my list and separate the false from the true pressures. I'm gonna say that again. You have to separate the false from the true pressures because some of the things are legit pressures. Like they're deadlines, they're things that our bosses need from us or our family need from us or things that are just very, very time sensitive. And then there's other things that we put on our to-do list ourselves that really don't need to be on our to-do list. Or we've set deadlines for ourselves that don't really necessarily mean anything, but it's stressing us out. And so when you're looking at that brain dump list, you really have to be able to separate what is truly a pressure, what is truly an urgent matter, and what are things that we've just kind of elevated to that place of being an urgent matter when it's not really an urgent matter. So then once we have that list of the things that are true pressures, things that really do matter, things that really are time sensitive, then we can look at how we can address those. How can we get them done? And honestly, sometimes the overwhelm and the guilt come from things that are not necessarily on our to-do list. They're the pressures from people around us, people like our bosses. Like if we're not meeting the quota, if we're not meeting the numbers, if we're not meeting the deadline that our bosses have set for us, sometimes that can create overwhelm. And again, sometimes it comes down to obedience because maybe we have procrastinated in the prior weeks and now the pressure is building and creating that overwhelm. Whereas if we were just obedient to the process, if we were obedient to the systems and we were diligent about our work each and every single day, that overwhelm wouldn't have a chance to build up. You guys, that's why I was saying at the very beginning of this, it really is about being proactive to avoid the overwhelm by being obedient. And again, it's not all about obedience to God. It's about being obedient to our boss. It's about being obedient to our husband. And I know that's kind of a touchy phrase, (laughs) being obedient to our husband. But you think about it. Like if we have a agreement with our husband that we are going to be doing something, we are in charge of, say, maybe paying the bills and life has just gotten busy and you know you need to sit down and pay those bills, that's going to cause overwhelm because you know you need to do it. There's an expectation with your husband that it is going to get done. So you have two choices. You can either confess to your husband and say, I haven't done it and I need to get it done, or you can make time to do it, but you have to take action in order to kill that overwhelm, to cut it out. Which brings me to the other category of the place where sometimes the guilt of the things that we should have done create the overwhelm. When this lack of obedience to our own word You know, we make so many commitments to so many people and so many things, and we always want to be a woman of our word, right? But that can create overwhelm for us. And it might not even be the overwhelm of 
the looming task, right? Like if we say, yes, I will bring cookies to soccer practice and we volunteer for that. And then there's that pressure of, okay, now I got to go get the cookies. That's not necessarily the overwhelming thing because that's an action and an action you can deal with, you can do. But sometimes when we're talking about the guilt over the overwhelm of our own word, if we're talking about obedience, you know, you think about like the goals that you set at the beginning of the year. And this is something that's super subtle. It happens in the background of our mind, of our day, and we don't even recognize that it's happening, but it contributes so much to our overwhelm. And you think about to those goals that you had set. When you set those goals, you made a commitment to yourself. And every time that you are not obedient to the daily actions needed to go ahead and reach those goals, that creates guilt for yourself because it's not being obedient to your own word that you gave to yourself. Maybe at the beginning of the year, your goal was around weight. Maybe it was around money. Maybe it was around relationships. If you are smart and you've listened to these podcasts before, maybe you set goals in all eight areas of life because that's truly what we teach on this podcast. That's how we define life balance. And you will hear people say, if this is your first time listening to this podcast, now I'm on my soapbox, you will hear people say all day long that life balance is not possible, that it's a myth. And I believe that that is a lie. I believe that we were created for so much more than just one thing, but we define life balance by setting a goal in all areas of life and working to achieve those goals. Now, I will also say, and if you're a client of mine, you've probably heard me say this before, you can't catch more than one bunny at a time, meaning you can't aggressively go after more than one goal at one particular time. But that doesn't mean one day you can't go after one goal or one week you can't have dedicated to one goal. And then once you've caught that goal, you move on to another goal or you've made progress toward that goal and then you move on to make progress towards another goal. But that's how we define balance is by having that intentional living design towards reaching goals in all areas of your life. Because if you're setting goal in just one area of your life, say you're just setting a goal with your career, maybe it's around your income goals. Maybe it's around your health. Maybe it's around your finances, however it is. But if you have just that one goal that you're pouring your energy into, that means you're taking energy away from other areas of your life. And that is what brings you out of balance. But if you can work towards goals and in the process of working towards those goals in all eight areas, you're setting up those habits, those habits, what we call SOPs, your standard operating practices in your faith, in your health, in your relationships, When you have those things set in stone, yeah, then you can go and work hard towards your career goals or your financial goals or those type of things because you already have the systems in place that you're still growing in your career, that you're still growing in your relationships, in your marriage, as a mom. All of those things matter so much. And so that's how we define life balance here. But when you're setting goals for yourself in anything, Whenever you are not obedient to those actions in order for you to reach those goals, then you've gone back on your own word to yourself. You are literally out of integrity. And that kind of obedience can create overwhelm in a way that you can't even see. It's not something on a to-do list necessarily. All you really have to do is come clean with yourself. Clear the slate and start over, but you have to acknowledge it. You have to bring it out of the darkness and into the light because when it's in the darkness, the darkness is what causes that overwhelm for you. And that darkness might be not even just with yourself. That could be that confession with your husband around you not doing what you said you were going to do. 
or with your boss about why you're falling behind and you need to have that honest conversation. When you can bring the darkness into light, the overwhelm goes away. Now, this brings me to my point number two. Remember I said this cut the overwhelm through obedience. There was going to be two parts to it. So that first part really is the guilt over the things that we should have done, but we haven't. The second part to that is that we don't ask permission. We take on too many things without proper consideration. And in this part, I am kind of talking about being obedient to God. Because here's the thing. Think about this as if for your children, okay? Now, this might be a bit of a stretch of analogy, so stay with me. But it made sense when I was thinking about it in my car. So hopefully it makes sense as I'm talking to you right now. So when you think about your kids, right, there are certain rules, there are certain things that they just know to do. They don't have to ask you, right? Like my kids, they know bedtime is at 8.30. They know, like they don't even have to ask, like, can I stay up late? No, it's a school night. You know you have bedtime. Like they don't have to ask. They know. And so they're obedient to that. But now if it was a weekend and maybe they wanted to stay up late to play with a friend or maybe they wanted to go someplace with a friend or hang out with a friend, they would come and ask permission and I would give them an answer and they would be obedient to that, hopefully, right? But it's the same thing with God. You know, he's given us certain commandments that we keep. There are certain things that we have in a covenant with God that we keep and we don't have to necessarily ask him about every single thing, but yet we know we're still being in obedience to him. Yet what happens when people want to put things on our plate or we want to take on new projects or maybe we want to change direction in our career or try something new with our faith or with our kids or with our spouses or you name it. How many times do we bring those extra things to the table and pray about it? How many times do we ask God before we say yes? Think about it. When was the last time you said yes to someone and then afterwards you were like, oh, I shouldn't have said yes to that. I don't have time to take on that project. I don't have time to be on the board for this thing or that thing or whatever it might be. But sometimes we're so, we don't want to let down other people. And so we'll just say yes to things, adding more things to our plate that was already overwhelming to begin with because we're crazy, right? But maybe, maybe we need to start practicing that response of let me think about it and I'll get back to you and bring it before the Lord. Ask permission. Sometimes being obedient is not just following the rules given to us, but it's asking permission if that is something that he feels like we should be doing. Pray about it. Talk about it with your husband. Talk about it with other friends. Look for confirmation to see if that is truly what you should be putting your time and attention to. Because you know what? Sometimes our plates are overflowing and it's overwhelmed and God will bring something to us that he still wants us to take and he will multiply our time and our attention. But if we don't ask permission and we're just taking on things, eventually your plate is gonna overflow to the point that things are gonna be spilling on the ground. And that is not a fun place to be. Trust me, I have been there. When you're saying yes to too many things, it, it's not, it doesn't look good on you. <laughs> it doesn't. And it doesn't feel good either. And so many times I've talked to people on the phone, I've coached people, counseled people, and we're talking about the things that overwhelm them and all of the things that they are involved with. And they so wish that they could just take it back. But again, once we commit to something with our word, other people are counting on us. That doesn't mean you can't get out. Again, bring the darkness into light. Have those conversations, those crucial conversations, those difficult conversations. If you need to get out of something, again, pray about it. Is that something that God would want you to give up? 
Seek wise counsel, but don't just jump into things. Prayerfully consider the things that should be on your plate for time and attention. Alrighty, so let's review a little bit of these things and then I'm going to add in some extra tips. If you right now are like so overwhelmed, you're like, Jenny, please just hand me the scissors. I got to cut the overwhelm because it's killing me right now. I'm going to give you some really helpful practical tips that you can do today, but let's first review the things we talked about. So cutting the overwhelm through obedience, number one, guilt over the things that we should have done, but we haven't. So once you kind of do that brain dump list, which is your very first practical thing, as soon as you feel the overwhelm coming on, you put everything in your mind down on paper. But think about this. The things that are overwhelming you probably are tied to guilt. So you first have to separate the false from the true pressures, then identify maybe there's some conversations that need to have happen between your boss, your husband, other commitments that you've made, but really identify those things that really need to get done that are causing you that guilt. Because once the guilt is gone, it lowers your emotions so much more, so much more. So that's number one. Number two is to make sure that you're asking for permission. Say this with me right now, just so you can start practicing this. Someone asks you a question, can you do something? Your immediate response should be, let me think about it and get back to you. Almost to a fault. Like a friend says, hey, you want to have lunch right now? It's lunchtime. Let's go to lunch. Let me think about it and I'll get back to you. You can think about it for like 10 seconds and get back to her because it's not that big of a deal. It's lunch and social is good. Friendship is good. But get in the habit of just saying that over and over and over. Let me think about it and get back to you. Let me think about it and get back to you. And then while you're thinking about it, Pray about it. Ask God, is this what you would have for me to take? Look for confirmation, seek wise counsel, and just truly see, is this something you should be taking on? Okay, now I promised you some practical tips if right now you are so super overwhelmed that you just can barely breathe, okay? So number one, like I said, is to make that brain dump list. Look for those things that truly are that timely thing. Like what needs to be done today? If it doesn't get done today, disasters will happen. Highlight those things. I love highlighters. I love pencils because that's how I do my calendar so things can get erased and moved around. But I love when I make a brain dump list to use different colored highlighters. So for me, typically I will highlight things in pink that are like so super urgent, like if it doesn't happen today, there will be tears (laughs) or anger or all kinds of craziness. Like it just absolutely has to get done today. And then you can use another color, whatever color, yellow, green, orange, doesn't necessarily matter the colors, but then do another one for the things that other people are expecting from you. Because when you can do those things that other people are expecting from you, it can give you like that instant relief, that pressure that other people are kind of breathing down your neck or watching over your shoulder. You can just get it done. Get it done. Release yourself from those things. So then everything left on that list are really just your own things, right? And they might not be. There might be a couple things on there that have to do with other people. But go through, scribble out, erase the things that you can because you don't have to do everything. So look at that list and say, what can I let go of? And you might say right now, Jenny, there's nothing on this list that I can let go. Everything has to be done. But think about it this way, right? Like if there was a huge emergency, like a death in the family, and you had to travel across the United States for the funeral or something, what things would you totally forgive yourself and other people would forgive you for if you just didn't get to? 
Sometimes we have to think in such extremes like that for us to get it, that sometimes we put so much on our plate that just does not need to be there. Now, this is a deeper question to ask yourself, but if you find yourself there repeatedly, ask yourself if you maybe are addicted to that busy feeling, if that is where your identity is coming from, if that is where you feel importance by always being busy and always being overloaded and always putting things on your agenda so that you feel that way. Because if that's the issue, then we got to talk or you got to find someone to talk to because that's not what we were designed for. We have a prince of peace as our Lord and Savior for a reason. He wants to give us peace. And sometimes we got to invite him into our to-do list, into our calendar to help us see things clearly. And so if you struggle, if you struggle with having too much on your to-do list, if you struggle with deleting things off your to-do list, and even if you're looking at your brain dump, you're holding on to your markers, and I'm like, I still, I have no idea. I have no idea what to do. That is when you need to pray. That is when you need to pray, my friend. And if you are part of our Facebook community, that is when you need to go into the community and ask us to pray for you. We are a community of hundreds of women who will pray for you. We want to lift you up. We want to support you. We want to answer your questions. If you need that wise counsel to see if it's something you should be taking on, ask in the Facebook group. That's what we're here for. We want to support you. And if you're not in our Facebook group, you are more than welcome to join. You can just go to yourliferocks.com, click on the community tab, and it will take you right there. If you're in Facebook, you can just search Your Life Rocks community and find us that way as well. All right? You do not have to walk this road of overwhelm alone. We were not designed to be alone. We were designed for community. So come and hang out with us. If you're not on Facebook, that's cool too. We would love to have you in our membership. You can go to Life Balance Membership to learn more about us there. And now it's time for our Bible verse of the episode. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, this is something that we do each and every single episode is we pick a Bible verse and really bring it to life because that is what the Word of God is. It's the living Word of God. So today's Bible verse is Proverbs 2, 6, and it reads, For the Lord gives wisdom, from His mouth comes knowledge and understanding. It's so fitting for everything that we just talked about. So I hope that you write that verse down, take it to heart, and apply it next time you are talking to God about a decision of something that you need to take on. So next week is Valentine's week. So of course we have our marriage lifestyle expert, Kimberly Walton, joining us to share some really great tips. So make sure you hit subscribe so you don't miss a single one of our episodes. And if this episode has helped you out at all, please share this with a friend. On most podcast apps, there's that little share button so you can share on social media, you can share via email, text message, however you want to. But it's truly our goal and mission to help more working Christian moms create that balance, clear chaos, and reach those goals in all areas of life. So until next time, keep building a life that rocks. Bye.